Hey everybody, this is David Havener. We're talking about things the church won't. Defeating the enemy, standing on God's truth with his power in victory, setting the captives free. Please follow this show, and if you can, give us a five-star rating. Hey everybody, here we are. Good morning this morning. We are live with you. Why are we live with you? We're live with you because Jesus is alive. Because <laughs> God's alive. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. All right, so what are we talking about this morning? We're talking about Father's Day. Father's Day, and there's Shanita. Shanita, good morning. Hi. How are you? Good, so good. honored to be here. So grateful. I'm just reveling in how good our Heavenly Father is and how good he's been to me to give me a father who's very easy to honor and a father-in-law and you. I'm, I'm well, so you know, t uh, two out of three is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three. I'm talking about me, not my dad, not your dad. But anyway, we try. Um, Shanita, you do have a an amazing father, but you know, there's yeah. many there's many out there that um, that 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 don't that right. either yeah. <clears throat> either did did not have a father at all. Um, they were abandoned, or maybe the father was abusive. The father mm -hmm. uh, was an addict. You know, emotionally abandoned. Um, and we're going to honor fathers today, all fathers, and we're going to find out how we can honor even the fathers that weren't there for us, even the fathers that, that mm. didn't live up to what, what, what we would consider the standards of a father. Um, so mm. anyway, this morning, before we get into it, do you have anything um, special you would like to say? Um, I'd just like to thank you for being a man of the word who reads the word and who lives the word. And you're an example to me and our children. And I couldn't be more grateful. Oh, well, God bless you. I appreciate it, Shanita. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Well, we're going to catch you a little bit later. We're going to get into this and I appreciate you. And uh, I could say the same thing back, Shanita, for Mother's Day. Hello, everybody. David Heavener TV, uh, YouTube, all the other platforms we're on. Thank you for being the subscriber to David Heavener TV. I want to tag on to what Shanita said she said she was thankful that i was a quote man of god i, I get very um uh I, I get very uneasy when uh, that's said because that's such a heavy responsibility a burden man of god even though guys listen we all should be men of god but let me tell you something there was a time in my life and, and even now when i stumble that I was living so far away from God that I did I I was not honoring God. I was not a man of God. I I was often the David Heavener world. They used to call it Heavener's world. Why? Because I was living for myself. But but God the Father loved me so much that he was so patient that he pulled me up out of that. And he has given me a blessing that I don't deserve. I could never deserve this. The blessing is to have a, a beautiful 
first of all, a relationship with God, but number two is have a beautiful wife and a family and to have you, to have you as my family. I consider you my spiritual family and I'm so honored and I thank God for you every morning in my prayers. I say, Lord, I wanna thank you for the flock. Thank you for the gatherings that we have on Sunday morning and Monday evening. Thank you for each and every person there. Would you bless them, Lord? Would you be with them? Because I love you, and I'm so honored to have you as part of this. Okay, let's talk about this. Father's Day. Father's Day. We're talking about today is Father's Day. Well, it's a, it's a day that we uh, they came up with to honor the earthly father. Let's talk about what is it? When did it come from? How did it start? Well, nobody's really sure, but we're going to dive into it. All right, Father's Day was celebrated in 1910, but it took more than six decades for the day to become official. However, in 1916, Wilson, I guess Woodrow Wilson, recognized Father's Day. And in 1924, Calvin Coolidge urged the states to observe it as a holiday. But wait a minute, hold it. How did it start? Well, according to one story, it was uh, this gal, she... Uh, uh, her name was, uh, was it Sonora Smart Dodd, who was born in 1882. She's recognized the founder of Father's Day. Dodd, who died in 1978, was raised by a twice-married, twice-widowed Civil War veteran with 14 children. Uh, as a result, she wanted to honor uh, Father's Day. Okay? Well, that's what one person says, here's what another says. First known Father's Day service occurred around Fairmont, West Virginia on July 5th, 1908. Hundreds of men died in the worst mining accident in history, U.S. history. Grace Golden Clayton, the daughter of the dedicated minister, proposed a service to honor these fathers who had died. All right. So thus spawning Father's Day. And in 1966, President Lyndon Johnson uh, signed an executive order that the holiday he celebrated on the should be celebrated on the third Sunday in June. That's Lyndon B. Johnson. At least the old scoundrel did something right. I don't want to get into him, but uh, he uh, this guy's from the pits of hell. Uh, but that's that's a different show, and maybe we'll cover that on Monday night. But he declared Father's Day, so that's Earthly Father's Day. All right. The Father's Day that we celebrate. However, my question is, can we really celebrate our earthly father unless we understand our heavenly father? Can we really respect and honor our earthly father until we really honor and respect, understand our heavenly father? Let's get into this. Do we know our Father? I'm going to say, in many cases, a lot of Christians don't even know their Father. Do you know how many Christians I go to that tell me they are praying to Jesus? Well, I've been praying to Jesus all night long. Really. Now, I'm not here to bash anyone, to make anyone feel bad. Folks, we do not pray to Jesus. We must understand Within the order of God, within the Trinity, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, there's an order. Jesus clearly pointed it out when he walked the face of the earth. And we're going to go through it. 
We do not pray to Jesus. I'm not saying we can't call out on Jesus in time of need. I'm not saying we can't talk about Jesus, of course. Jesus said, no man goes to the Father except through me. That when you pray, you do it to the Father in my name. So we do pray to the Father, but we do it in the name of Jesus. We don't pray to Jesus in the name of the Father or the Holy Ghost. And this is where uh, modern-day Christianity really hasn't messed up, folks. We're going to talk about this. And by the way, I just had an eye operation about two days ago, so I can only see out of one eye. This eye I can see out of. This one is blurry. I can't see anything. Uh, but praise God, it's not all red and pussy like it was before. And I thank you all for your prayers. Thank you very much. It was my second eye surgery. The first one didn't go exactly the way they wanted it. So they did another one. And thank you for your prayers. All right. Let's have our coffee. Uh, or tea. Or whatever it is. You drink in the morning, or maybe you don't drink in the morning. All right. <clears throat> Some of us, we've had good fathers. Some of us, bad fathers. Some of us, no fathers at all. Some of us, fathers who are addict. Some of us, fathers who are abusive. In my case, I had a good father until he turned a certain age, about 50 55 years old, and then his mind, something started happening to his mind. I didn't know that at the time. I was too into myself to really understand what my earthly father was going through. He was going through a dementia, form of dementia. He was basically being attacked by demons. His mind was being disintegrated by demons because he would sit and he would worry so much. He was a man of God, but he let fear take over and he lost his he, he let fear overcome his faith, and he would sit and look at television for hours, and I'd walk into the room, I'd say, Dad, what are you watching? He'd go, what? Oh, nothing. Why? Because he was just focused on things that he would worry about. Therefore, his mind started going, and when his mind started going, I took it personally when he started coming against me and saying things. Instead of reaching out to God, my heavenly Father, saying, God, show me how to deal with my earthly father, I went and I put a chip on my shoulder and I got mad and I got angry. And all of a sudden it caused a great division between me and my earthly father. And sadly, sadly, he went to the grave with that division. If it's possible, I don't want that to happen to you. If your father's still alive, I want to pray that there's some chance that there can be some reconciliation. Or perhaps he's still alive and you don't know where he is, but we're going to pray that you will know who he, where he is. Perhaps he's alive and he's done so much to you that you just, there is no way, David, I could forgive my earthly father. Don't you understand what he's done? As long as you have a breath in your body and he has a breath in his body, there is always a chance of forgiveness. But how do we honor the heavenly father until we learn to honor the earthly father? And how can we possibly ever honor the earthly father unless we know who the heavenly father really is? This is what we're going to talk about. 
Who is our Heavenly Father? Folks, this has been so bastardized by the modern day church, it is unbelievable. They don't want you to know. The demons don't want you to know who the real Heavenly Father is. That's why television has attacked fatherhood. That's why Disney has slaughtered the man in the house, the head of the household. That's why all the wimpy guys you see on television now, you don't know if they're a guy or a girl because they have no manhood. The demons have set out to destroy fatherhood, to destroy the man. And modern-day Christianity, apostate Christianity, has stood right there and let them do it. As a matter of fact, they have been their cohorts many times. What do we have here this morning? Lisa, our enemy loves to separate families. You're so right, Lisa. Good morning, Shelley. So true. Good morning, Maureen. My father and I restored our relationship. Praise God. Praise God. Edith, good morning, Dave and Shane. Good morning, you guys. I love you all so much. We're talking about who is the father, folks. Let me explain something to you. If you were to celebrate your father, the earthly fathers, have a day for your earthly father, but you really didn't know who he was, but yet you celebrated it. And yet he came to the party, the Father's Day party. Your own father came there and you didn't even recognize him. But yet you said, I'm having a party for Father's Day. But yet your real father shows up and you don't even make a connection because you really don't know who he is. And this is what's happened in modern day Christianity, folks. The Father has gotten watered down. The Father has gotten manipulated. Jesus, when He walked the face of the earth, He constantly turned people to the Father. It was always about the Father. It was never about Jesus. The only time He mentioned the Holy Spirit and made it a point of reference is when He said, I have to leave, but I'm sending you a comforter. That's the Holy Spirit. But through the whole walk and talk of Christ, from the time he was, it was recorded at 12 years old on to the time He hung on the cross, it was about the Father. Because the Father is so important. The Father is the core. The Father is pivotal to our relationship, to our salvation, to our, to our victory. But let's find out who the Father is, who created us. Well, David, the Father created us, really? Well, let's go to Genesis 1.26. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sea, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over the creatures that move along the ground. This is Genesis 1.26, folks. Then God said, let us. Who is us? Us is not the Father. Us is not Jesus. Us is not the Holy Spirit. Us is God. Who is God? God is the Father. God is the Son. God is the Holy Spirit. God is, there's only one God. One God. But within that one God, there are three personalities. There are three 
There's not three gods. There's one God. You see, the modern day church has taken the father out and they've taken this candy land Jesus that they've manufactured and they said, this Jesus is God. Worship him, praise him, sing songs to him. Oh, forget about the father. That was in the Old Testament. He doesn't count anymore. He's just an old codger. But I'm here to tell you, the father of the, quote, Old Testament, though there's not an old and there's not a new, it's just one writing. I'm here to tell you, the father that you will find in the Old Testament is so strong today, just as strong today, just as powerful. He is the one that moves the mountain. And this father loves you and he loves me. So who, how did Jesus come into the world? Who, who got Mary pregnant, David? Was it the father? Let's find out. Luke one thirty five. Luke one thirty five. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Folks, it wasn't the Father that impregnated Mary. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. It wasn't Jesus. It was God. It says right here, you will be called the Son of God, not the Son of the Holy Spirit, not the Son of Jesus, not the Son of Mary. We see the Holy Spirit will come on you. It's who delivered it, but it doesn't mean that was the seed of the Holy Spirit. It was of God. So God created us. God brought Christ into this world. And the seed was planted. Now we're going to find out and get into the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. The first account that I know of the son, Jesus, he was born as a baby. It was God's seed planted into a woman, born as a, as a child, all man, all God. Don't let anyone tell you that Jesus was 50% God and 50% man. Jesus was all God and all man. There's no 50% anything on God. God is 100%. God is all. Go to Luke 2, 41, 52, Luke 2, 41, 52. Uh, thank you all for praying for my eye uh, operation. Uh, it's better today, some days ago, uh, but it's very blurry out of here. I can only see out of one. Pray for me that I can read the text and uh, continue on. But God's good and God's been healing. And, uh, uh, and I think that, uh, I think I'm going to make it. I think, think I'm like, thanks to your prayers. Okay, Luke 2, 41, 52. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem to the festival, the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. Verse 43, after the festival was over, while his parents 
were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. They were unaware of it that he stood behind in Jerusalem. They went about their business until they turned around and he wasn't there anymore. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled for a whole day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. Verse 46, after three days, they found him in the temple courts. Folks, they were looking for him for three days. Can you imagine looking for your child for three days? They found him sitting in the temple courts. Who? They found Jesus sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his, and his answers. But when his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, she didn't say to him, son, I'm so astonished because you have all this wisdom. Son, I'm so glad that you are in the temple. No, she said, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. John 8, 19. John 8, 19. Go to John 8, 19. And before I read John 8, 19, I'm going to tell you what Jesus said to his parents. And I'm going to paraphrase this. When they said, how could you do this to us? Jesus said, why are you you looking for me in all these places? Don't you know I am about my father's business? This is is the son talking to his father. This is the first Father's Day celebration that ever existed. It's the son celebrating the father. Jesus said, I. I'm about my father's business. I am about my father's business. Are you about your father's business, folks? We want to honor our father today. And today I am making this, you're making this a day. We are making this a day to honor our earthly fathers. But I want to make this especially and make it supersede, if you will allow I want to make it supersede a day that we honor our Heavenly Father. Can we do that? May I have your permission to supersede honoring our earthly fathers? We will do that. I'm sure we'll have picnics later and we'll go out to the park and all that. But right now, during this time, Father, we honor you. We let this be your day, Father's Day, as a special and holy day that we honor you. Remember, I said John 8, 19, hold that in your Bible. Don't don't lose that place. It's very important. But before we go to John 8, 19, I want to go to John 14, 11. You see, they were having a hard time believing Jesus, the things that he was doing. I mean, we're talking miracles. But what they really had a hard time was understanding that that he was in the Father and the Father was in him. They had a really tough time on this. 
Why? Because they did know the Father. The problem is they had perverted, I'm talking about the Pharisees and the scribes, they had perverted honoring the Father. They, they were honoring themselves. So when Jesus is talking to the disciples, he's talking to all the other people, all of that perversion had leaked over onto humanity. So now you have the Son being born, the Messiah, saying that the only way to the Father that you have been worshiping or you've been thinking you've been worshiping, the only way to the Father, the true Father, is through me. Jesus says, I am the Son. I am the truth. I am the way. John 14, 11, believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe the evidence of the whole works themselves. Folks, our job is to tell people about Jesus, but also to show that the Father is in us and we are in the Father and Jesus is in us and we are in Jesus, that we are all one, just like Jesus said in the garden before he went to the cross, that he said, Father of all things, I could ask for, I asked that we could all be one. He could have asked for anything, Jesus, but he didn't. He asked that we could all be one. But you see, the world knows how dangerous the Father is. They know that when the Son was born, that was a, a death certificate to Satan. So Satan, the world, has been trying to pervert fatherhood, pervert the image of God, twist it to where no one can really understand it. You and I have gone through a generational curse called religion, denomination, tradition, family, church, whatever you want to call it. It is a generational curse. We have broken. Breaking it right now during this hour, any curse that's on your people, God, any curse is now broken. Demons, you have no right to your people. You generational, dirty generational curse, demonic, you are gone back to hell. John 8, 19. They asked Jesus, I said, where is your father? The Jesus, they were, they were, the, the God, they, the father, they were honoring the father. They were worshiping, though they didn't worship. It was a false, it was a false, uh, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. That was not the true father. Jesus comes along and says, I am the only way to the true father, the real father. They said, well, who is your father? Obviously, if they knew who the father was, they wouldn't ask him, who is your father? John 8, 19, then they asked him, where is your father? Do you not know me or my father? Jesus replied, you don't know me and you don't know the father. If you knew me, you would know my father. See, they didn't know Jesus. The reason they didn't know Jesus is they never knew the Father. They took the real Father and they made a shift. And we're going to talk about this.
But David, who were they worshiping? Well, they're worshiping the same thing that the people are worshiping today in many of the churches. John 8, 44. John 8, 44. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him when he lies. He speaks the native language, for he is a liar and a father of lies. You say, David, that's a, that's a strong accusation to talk about our church buildings that way. I mean, it's Sunday morning. There's churches all over this city where I'm at ringing bells, saying, come on in, we're going to worship the Father. I will say it again. John 8, 44. Listen to me, preacher. Listen to me, congregation. You belong to your father, the devil. Because you want to carry out your father's desires. What is that? What's the devil want? He wants, uh, he wants to be honored. He wants self-prestige. It says he was a murderer from the beginning. If you don't come out against the slaughter of our unborn, if you don't talk about it every Sunday morning, if you don't take a stand on it, you are assisting in that awful sin. I don't want to hear about feeding the homeless. I don't want to hear about, you know, all the prayer meetings you have and, and uh, you know, all these wells that you... I don't want to hear about those wells you dig for those kids in Africa. Of course it's a good thing. Of course it's, it's good to save children. But how could you do that and you could let your own children right here on this soil suffer? How could you do that when you get up and you honor your father the devil as this rock band plays and smoke bellishes all over the stage and you preach hell? Or you let those who do it get away with it. You're just as bad. If you don't call it out. I will say it again. If you do not call it out. If you do not come against it. Then you are part of it. It's called the lukewarm church baby. Jesus said I'd rather for you to be hot or cold. But instead, you are lukewarm. I will vomit you out of my mouth. Folks, Jesus is going to vomit this hellish religion out of his mouth. But we fed people. I never knew you. But we prayed for people. I never knew you. But we dug wells. I never knew you. Get on your face and eat carpet and say, God, help me. Help me know who you really are. I don't want religion anymore. I don't want denomination. When that church bell rings, it may not be a bell that rings for you. It may be a bell that rings for Satan. I will now listen to your bell, God. I want to come to the most important part of this. 
And that's the part where the father, he looked down with tears in his eyes as his son was tortured. You see, the father knew that when the son was born, that day would come when the son would give his life for you and for me. But you see, as Jesus was born to the time he hung on the cross, he had work to do. What did he do? He cast out demons. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He preached the truth. Folks, you and I have a mission. You and I are to carry the torch that Jesus had. We're to carry it on until Jesus comes back. God has given you a purpose. He's given you a mission. He's given you a, a, a commission of what to do. I believe in this morning that every person here in the sound of my voice is being touched by God right now. And God is now giving each and every person a clear vision and an understanding of what they are supposed to do, what you're supposed to do. I'm believing that right now. I'm believing that's one of the reasons we've come together. You see, the greatest way we can honor the Father is to honor the Son. And how do we honor the Son? We do what the Son did. Jesus said, greater things you will do than I. Greater things we will do than Jesus. That's right. Shelly says, the best dads will disappoint us here on earth. They will. They're human. I'm human. I'm, no, I've disappointed my children. And I know that you all have had fathers that have abandoned you or you didn't know. And we're going to go to the altar this morning. We're going to go to the altar with you. <laughs> we're going to cry with you. We're going to pray with you. We're going to be with you this morning. Because if you're like me, see, I, I wish now I could bring my dad back. It's too late. But I wish I could have gone to him and said, Dad, I, I'm sorry. I love you. Forgive me. Forgive me for not being there with you. And just hug him and love him and be with him. But you see, I can't do that. He's gone. And I know many of you all are in the same boat that I'm in. Your dad's gone. But there are many whose fathers are still here. There's time. There's time. But for those whose fathers are gone, like mine, we can do one thing which is very important. We can forgive ourselves. We can forgive ourselves. I want to, um, I want to talk about John 3, 16. John 3.16. If you go to John 3.16, we, we've read this so many times. 
John 3.16. Turn to your Bibles. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him, in the Son, in Jesus, will not die, but have everlasting life. You see, the Father looked down on that day and he saw Jesus hanging on the cross. And as I watched these movies about Jesus on the cross, you know where my heart is as I see Jesus going through what he did? My heart is on the Father. Can you imagine looking down the tears in the Father's eyes, watching his son go through hell for you and for I? Of course we worship Jesus, of course. We have a heart for Jesus. But we need to honor God. We need to put the Father where the Father belongs, put him back up on the throne and honor him given glory and this morning we're going to surrender it all God we surrender our hurts our anger our pain our unforgiveness we surrender it all I surrender all, I surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all, all to Jesus, I surrender my free I will ever trust him in his presence daily. I surrender I'll surrender it all I surrender all to my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Each and every one of us right now have an altar before us. No matter where you are, if you're in your living room, if you're in your bedroom, even if it's your work, if God's calling you to get on your knees right where you are, I want you to get on your knees. Today's Father's Day. We're going to honor the Father. Father, we honor you and we lift you up. And the best way to honor the Father is to surrender it all. You say, Father, I'm a sinner. And I know that I know I can't get to heaven. I know I can't be with you. I can't please you. Unless I believe in your son, and I do, Father, I believe that you sent your son to die for me on the cross. 
And right now I accept the Son and I walk with the Son, Father. And if you prayed that prayer, congratulations, your name is in the book of life. You have eternal salvation. Say, David, I'm having a hard time. I keep messing up. You don't know what happened to me this week. Oh, yes, I do, because probably the same thing happened to me. Right now, right where you are, get on your knees, repent. You say, Lord, I'm your prodigal son. I'm your prodigal daughter. I'm coming back to you. Please forgive me of my sin. I love you more than I love anything. Happy Father's Day, Lord. Happy Father's Day. Sing it with me. Oh, I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all oh, to be my blessed Savior. I surrender all. If you've got prayer requests this morning, Shanita's going to come on and we're going to be praying for you. Just send your prayer request in. You can chat, chat them in. You can email them. As we go to the Father, happy Father's Day. And I know that God's so honored this as we're praising you. Shanita, do we have any prayer requests this morning? Yeah, we're yeah. praying along with Mira, for Shelly, for John, for Chris, for Greg for Lori and her dad's relationship, for Doug's salvation and healing. And if there are more requests, we'll get those and cover them tomorrow and Tuesday night. Thank you very much for letting us pray with you. I pray that even though we can't physically put a hand, that you will feel the Father's hand on you and feel his hope and comfort and encouragement and renewal over you. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Every word that Shanita spoke, every name, and even names that she didn't. There were people out there, there's people out there right now saying, David, I wanted to get my prayer request in, but something just kept me from doing it. Or I'm not technically good enough, but God knows your request. He knows your heart. He knows right where you are. pray for you right now. Lord, we come to you, Father, and first of all, please forgive us for not putting you on the throne, Lord, for not giving you the honor and the praise that you deserve, because you are our Father. We repent of that. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for loving us. And Father, right now I'm praying for all those, myself included, 
that have had fathers or didn't have fathers that have caused pain and anguish and hurt and abuse. We come to you, Lord. We come to your altar. We kneel before you. And we're asking for a healing, Lord. We're asking for a touch of your hand. God, will you give us supernatural ability right now to forgive? Yes, I believe there's a healing going all over, all over the world right now. There's people out there that have been abused, sexually abused, physically abused, emotionally by their father. And right now there's a healing that's happening with you. It's spiritual. It's in your mind, in your body, in your emotions. But from this day on, you're a different person because you're going to be able to forgive others. There's someone out there whose father they never knew or their father abandoned them. You haven't seen your father in years. I believe in some supernatural event is going to happen where you will run into your daddy, your earthly daddy. God's going to put that together. It's going to be, you're going to be reunited. Just get ready. there's some out there that have lost your father you're hurting you say God I still miss my daddy God knows that right now he's healing your heart let's sing it again I surrender all Lord we surrender to you I surrender Give the Father, give the Father love. I surrender all, all to be my blessed Savior. I the best way to honor the Father is to honor the Son. As we sing this last verse, all to Jesus, I surrender. Oh, to Jesus I surrender, Lord, I give myself to Thee. Fill me with Thy love and power, let Thy blessings fall on the same. We surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all to Thee, my blessed Savior. I I surrender all. I hope that you've been blessed this morning. Um, 
we want to pray for you. If you would like to be a part of this ministry, um, please go to davidheavener.tv forward slash give. Consider um, becoming a monthly partner, a monthly donor. Uh, if you would like prayer, uh, you can go to David Heavener, uh, David at David, davidheavener.tv, put in the subject, pray for me, give us your prayer request. We pray for people every day. We have over 600 prayer warriors. If you would like any of our materials that we have, uh, and I know I say this every week, but I don't want anyone to go uh, left behind. I, I want, this is our uh, new uh, TV series, The uh, Last Evangelist, and you can get it right now on DVD. Eight hours of footage, eight hours of footage right here on the End Times Investigation uh, of all the things we talk about. We're talking uh, Antichrist, One World Religion, Illuminati, New World Order, uh, demonic activity, astral projection, program multiples. The stuff that we struggle with as Christians, Russ stars on this, and L.A. Marzulli, and many, many other people. Uh, get my two new books that are out. Um, if you can't afford these folks, I want to send them to you anyway, if you, if you can't afford them. Um, this is the End Times Investigation book, Story of My Life in Hollywood, Mind Control, What They're Doing to Our Children, this is how to use your true power in these last days. Um, you can go to david at davidheavener.tv forward slash order, or you can call 844-806-0006, or you can uh, just text the word CHOSEN to 91999. Please pray for Last Evangelist, Episode 2. We're just finishing it. We still need your help. Go to lastevangelist.com. Consider uh, donating to us on that, helping us out. We do want to pray for you. We do love you. You are a big part of our spiritual family. Uh, anytime you need anything, please reach out to Shanita and us and Shanita and myself. We want to be there for you. Consider this your church, would you? Consider it your gathering, your family, because we consider you part of ours. Um, we pray that every week we can come to you. All right. Uh, and you can catch this on davidheavener.tv. Um, if you would go and sign up, consider becoming a member, okay? Uh, it's very, very inexpensive. We have over 900 original programs. My videos are on there. Many you won't see on other platforms. davidheavener.tv. Please consider signing up, okay? I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Uh, and uh, tell people about this broadcast, how we're together and how we praise God, how we love God, um, please. And uh, all right, I love you all and I appreciate you all. Remember, you never really lived till you found someone, someone worth dying for, and that's Christ Jesus. He died for you, he died for me. Thank you, Father, for this day. And happy Father's Day. God bless you all. Hey, everybody. Well, this concludes our time together. If you'd like to support the ministry, please go to davidheavener.tv forward slash give or call 844-806-0006 or text the word CHOSEN to 91999. Don't forget to share this broadcast, and I love you.